The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Today, Dr. Joel Cohen, Director About Skin Dermatology and Derm Surgery, Greenwood Village, Colorado, discusses the laser and light innovations he uses to deliver safe and efficacious patient results. Dr. Cohen presented IPL to Resurfacing, Laser and Light Innovations at the 2021 Fall Clinical Conference. Here's Dr. Cohen. You know, I think it's a major endeavor when you're asked to cover something that broad a spectrum, but it, what it does give you the opportunity is to think about, you know, what, what you do in your practice historically, what you do now, and what are sort of potential unmet needs. And, you know, from my perspective, you know, I really, putting this together, had a great opportunity to put my own before and after pictures together and think about, you know, what, what I do every day. And I think, you know, if we start with IPL type devices and broadband light, you know, IPL and broadband light are both light based, you know, procedures where there is a filter that filters out different areas of the spectrum. And historically we've always done this as a sort of a, a stamp type of area. We apply the handpiece to an area and most of them cool, you know, have contact cooling of the skin and then and then we pulse and then we move to the next area. And there's an inherent shape to all those those tips of the handpiece where where that light is being delivered. So for some, it's a square, for some, it's a rectangle, and then you can put on an adapter. But there is a risk in all of that of not only a burn to the skin, um, but also leaving some sort of area where you can see what was treated versus the untreated area. And sometimes even with really diligent attention and trying to have perfect you know, areas where you don't have overlap, but you're not missing any area in between. It's just not realistic when you're covering a big area. And, and sometimes you actually have an area where you can actually see the shape of the, uh, the handpiece. And so I think the biggest innovation really for, for me and my practice lately has been BBL Hero, which is Cyton's in-motion device. So the fact that it's done while the handpiece is moving, so typically I'll set it at about four hertz, so it's four pulses per second. So I'm literally moving that handpiece, and it's firing, 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 firing so quickly that there really isn't an area of skip. So I haven't seen anybody really from that I've treated since I got this technology about – nine, 10 months ago that has any like patterning to the skin from the actual handpiece of the light-based device. Um, and, you know, I've seen areas where like, you know, a patient just wants their chest treated and I do the best I can to blend, you know, their chest into their anterior shoulder. And sometimes there's a mismatch of the treated versus untreated skin, but that's really because they 
they didn't necessarily want to extend to that other area. Um, and then after they saw the results, they, they typically do. So I think that BBL Hero makes us, first of all, much more efficient per treatment. Secondly, it is, is something that from a perspective of avoiding that patterning, you know, it really minimizes that risk of having patterning and then, you know, therefore, and I actually think it's, it's safer because you're in motion. You're not stacking pulses, you know, right next to each other where you could, if you had some overlap. So I, I think that that has been, you know, very effective in my practice. It's, it's much quicker. You know, if I scheduled a patient before for 30 minutes for, you know, BBL of the face and neck, I can do BBL, face, neck, chest, arms, hands and you know upper back in in that same period of time and and have some time to spare um to dictate or document or talk to patients about their next treatment so i think that that's been a, a pretty significant uh overall innovation right now and then you know other types of of things um that that i think are important there's there's a, similarly another technology through Cytom called Bear HR, and the specific device is Bear It, and it's a laser hair removal device. And I got it early, um, sort of pre-launch. So their launch was September, um, so literally just a month ago. But I got it. Um, I've been using it for a year. There's three practices um, that have had it for a year and helping out and really understanding the settings and before and after pictures and all these other things. And first of all, it's an 810 diode laser. Um, so, but the spot side is, is very large. So you can cover a lot of ground with that spot size. And secondly, similar to what I was referring to with BBL Hero, you can do this in motion as well. So it's speedy uh, and it is something that's, that's relatively painless. I mean, really relatively painless is a, is a big advantage. And then we're seeing a lot more efficacy per treatment session. Uh, and then finally, there is the option to treat darker skin types by a handpiece on the Bare HR technology called the Blend handpiece, which is not just the 810 that I was referring to, but it also has a 940 um, nanometer laser and a 1060 nanometer laser. Uh, so having all three of those wavelengths makes it something that you can use it for, for darker skin type from a safety and efficacy standpoint as well. So another major innovation uh, in what we do, making it faster, more efficient per treatment, more overall patient satisfaction, comfortable, and then with that in motion, um, you know, just really, truly innovative. So I think, you know, these things are, are really exciting. And then, uh, you know, I kind of call like the Thulium laser, the 1927 nanometer laser, sort of the Goldilocks of, of wavelengths because it's it's just right for a lot of people. So, you know, when we think of there's several different technologies that have 1927 nanometer wavelengths. So, you know, first of all, um, Solta has, has 1927 as part of their clear and brilliant. 
and they also have it as part of Fraxel Dual. And then uh, Cyton has what's called Moxie, and then some other companies have uh, their... Mm-hmm. 1927 uh, wavelength and and really because it, you know it it's a non-ablative fractional laser, it's delivering non-ablative holes to the skin. These little micro columns and fractional treatments. Um, it's 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 superficial, and you're seeing improvement in pigment. You're seeing improvement in smoothness, luminosity to the skin. It's also FDA cleared for pre-cancers, fractinic keratoses. Uh, so having that ability is, is, is really versatile, and you can use it in darker skin types by, you know, turning down some of the energy. It's a great treatment for melasma, and it's really a go-to treatment for melasma at this point, and there's been quite a bit of data on that. So, you know, melasma is so dependent on patients being really compliant with sun protection. Uh, but when patients do have melasma and they're willing to be, you know, your co-participant in, in their care to get them better, this is, is a laser that really is, is number one on my algorithm for treatment after I really go through the importance of using sunscreen with the right ingredients like zinc or titanium, reapplying every two hours or more frequently if they're sweating or swimming or toweling off. And then if they're getting a lot of computer and screen time exposure, making sure that they have iron oxide in the sunscreen or one of the other um, agents that are effective against this high-energy, high-output visible light, like blue light. So thulium is something that I'm often asked about, about, you know, how do we help clean up some of the summer sun damage? It's thulium, 1927. Um, So, and patients, really, it's it's a nice sweet spot because Patients have very little discomfort with some topical anesthetic applied. Most people say it's, it's maybe a 2 out of 10 discomfort. You can blow a zimmer onto the skin and cool the skin and make it more comfortable as well. Um, and then patients typically, you know, on, on normal settings are, are pink for maybe two days and a little dry for a couple days. Um, on lighter settings like we use for melasma, you know, sometimes they're, they're pink that day or a little bit into the next day. Um, so I think it's pretty exciting. You know, after, after the, the BBL Hero and the Barrett and, um, and Thulium, I, I next covered, you know, like Halo, how you have a hybrid between non-ablated fractional, which is 1470 nanometers, and resurfacing, which is 2940. And it's sort of taking the best of both worlds where you're able to see coagulation and deeper heating and improvement of the underlying deeper dermis um, with the 1470. And then you're able to see with the mild settings that you use as part of the halo of 2940, you're able to see improvement in smoothness and, you know, some of the discoloration and, 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 um, and sun damage on the surface of the skin with just maybe four or sometimes five days of a sunburn. And then, and then covering things to fractional ablative technology, whether it's fractional ablative 
erbium or fractional blade of CO2 for more etched lines and wrinkles. And if someone's darker skin, I tend to use fractional blade of erbium because I'm worried about post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And, um, you know, for lighter skin, then I'll use either one. Sometimes I'll, for acne scars, I'll tend to favor uh, fractional blade of erbium. And then if I showed a lot of my patient before and afters for heavy resurfacing, which is one of the things that I like to do a lot of. I just published something in June for dermatologic surgery on the pendulum is swinging back for at least some areas like around the mouth to full field erbium resurfacing because in one treatment, you can give them really significant improvement that's unparalleled even with maybe three treatments of fractional you just have to put up with the downtime of sometimes 10 to 12 or 14 days to re-epithelialize and have patients come in and there's a lot of hand-holding. And then sometimes patients have post-inflammatory redness even for 8 to 10 weeks. And, you know, the other people that do a lot of this in terms of the heavy resurfacing with full-field erbium and, and write about it are, are Jay Burns in Dallas and Jason Posner in Boca. And, you know, the three of us do a lot of projects together. We're really good friends. We've learned to kind of pick up each other's terminology. And, you know, one of the things that, that, that Jay always says is that the post-treatment redness from full-field erbium that you have for those couple months is the highway to get to the destination. Patients need to know that that's what you expect. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.